Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we have the privilege of being joined by the one, the only, Phil Hoff. I don't even know where this podcast is going to go, but I, I can feel that there's going to be some rabbit holes. So for your safety, buckle up and enjoy the ride. Literally. Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. This is episode 34, the Kevin McHale episode. Last week, we're the Larry Bird episode. We're nice. going 34. Sports references, gotta love them. <laughs> gotta love them. Schofield hates them. I know. I don't hate them. I just am unaware of that one. So I'll right, look uh, it up. Basketball. I'm going to learn. Yeah. There, there might be some more relevant 34s if we could think about it. But as we always talk about, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. I'm Mrs. Schofield. I'm Phil Hoff. Well, you know, before we get started, I think we're just going to dive right in and go into our Nailed It of the Week. Schofield, how did you nail it this week? I got to tell you, I don't really feel like I've been nailing it this week. I feel like I have been struggling mostly. Um, I've had some injuries and I've been sick. So I think that's pretty much summed up my whole, what, how many weeks has that been? Going on two weeks. Several weeks, yeah. So uh, I don't, I mean, there's a lot of really good things in there, I'm sure, but I I won't lie. My weeks have been a little bit of a, a hazy fog for me. My favorite part is that you sneezed yesterday and you basically threw out your back. I did. I heard, I felt a pop and it was very hot and it's, <laughs> it's not feeling super good today, I got to tell you. And uh, so I pretty much taught today with a heating pad on my back and my kids were rock stars. So I'm very, very excited. And you had an observation today. Yeah, on the fly. Mr. Galetti, just a surprise observation. You know what? I feel like I kind of nailed that because I didn't know ahead of time, but it, it, you know, I don't really mind. It doesn't matter. You know, Mr. Galetti's always welcome in my class and it worked out great. So it's it was like awesome. The, the Jordan flu game, right? Sports reference. It's just an opportunity to get better, right? Yeah. Well, it was it was actually great, and my kids they honestly they just always bring their best game, and I was super proud of them. And uh, for me, I know it's an observation about me, but I just wanted to see what they would do with it, and I thought they were awesome. So congrats. Yeah. Phil, have you nailed it this week? Oh, dude. Okay, so I do a leadership training class for my company, and so for the past seven years, there's a high school out of Mesa. I work out in Mesa. Uh, and they come in, we give them a tour, we meet, we go over leadership, business, what it takes. It's actually a teacher, uh, Ashley McLaren, out of um, this school in Gilbert. And uh, we had just an amazing session. It's a couple hours, but you know, the the interaction with the students is is getting better every year. And then, you know, they gave us a lot of feedback afterwards. Even the chaperones were like, wow, you know, I learned stuff. And that is super cool when the chaperones come back, I didn't know that. (laughs) So it was really cool. So absolutely nailed it. It was good. (laughs) Did you have any failed it? Oh yeah. So I went and saw Frozen. I saw your your thing you did at Frozen, by the way. Nice job. So yeah, when I was thanks. there, right, I saw Rob, I saw you, and for some reason I thought your name was Jeff. And that <laughs> night and I don't know why, so but I'm like, Oh, that was so disrespectful. And it wasn't until I saw you afterwards. Yeah. You, you know, did. and I'm like and you said, Hey, did Rob call you? I'm like, Rob, who Oh my gosh. And then I realized, so my apologies <laughs> for some reason I was calling you Jeff. I think it was, I was talking to Jeff Lyons. I was so excited to see you. I, I, I didn't, I even, I didn't even catch it. That wasn't your biggest, biz, biggest offense. <laughs> Why did you decide to watch Frozen? Were you inspired or was it because you called Mrs. Copenhaver a moose? Because she talked about it literally for the rest of the night after the play. Okay. So <laughs> full disclosure, I've never seen it. I've only seen the very beginning with Katie, right? So you put it on the DVD, and this is years ago that it came out. So I never watched the whole movie. 
Katie wanted to see it. She really wanted to go. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll take you because we had the night. So then I brought it. I didn't know the story. So I learned the story from watching it. I still have yet to see the movie. <laughs> so then I'm getting ready to leave, right? And then Jolyn, you know, says, Phil. And I'm looking at her like, I don't know who this is. But then she looks at me. She goes, don't you know who I am? And then I recognize her voice. I'm like, Jolyn, oh my gosh. I didn't know you were the moose. And then she yeah. goes, I didn't know it was a reindeer. I'd never seen the movie. But she clearly looked like she was. And I'm thinking somewhere up north, frozen, isn't there like moose that I want you to there? know, she talked to numerous people when we we went out for for dinner afterwards she asked several people if they recognized what animal because she was traumatized and someone Great. now i feel called, bad no no so when we got to the restaurant someone goes sincerely they weren't joking they're like well you're olaf that's so obvious and she was oh my gosh she was so poor poor mrs copenhaver she had a rough little go but um we got a good chuckle out of that good so that good, was good good you had it you was had a some, great show you had some real highlights that night yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of my best okay <laughs> I, I was dying when she told me that i'm like i, I didn't even pick up on it but the joe yeah. lynn thing i was like i was laughing for like two days yeah, like it was hilarious it <clears throat> it was truly great. Well, my nail that was, we got to attend an eSports conference this weekend on Saturday. I was a little nervous. We paid $15. It was the best $15 we've oh, spent man, in a long like... time. And we were going in there Saturday. It was a rainy day. I was like, great rainy day where you just want to be inside, like chilling. But we were out there learning, meeting these people. And I said to you, I'm like, I'm nervous that not many people are going to be going there because I don't know what the eSports scene is like in Arizona and how many middle schools are actually doing this and get involved. And we went there and we made so many great connections, yeah. met so many people, live streamers, Microsoft teams, uh, other middle school uh, teams that are actually doing mm -hmm. the same thing we're doing. High school students. High school st high school students for mentorship to kind of come down. Sierra Verde parents mm -hmm. we uh, had the opportunity to, to sit with and kind of connect. And, and so it was just such an awesome day of different things. Me and you got to split up for like half the day mm -hmm. where you'd attack a session and I'd attack a session. And it was just so cool to kind of see the energy and how much this is going to change over time and how it's already changing. And a shout out to our IT department here. Totally. A lot of problems. Um, there's a school in Peoria that they have 105 kids in this like esports club, mm -hmm. which is just on Discord now. Phil, do you know what Discord is? Uh, I've seen it on my son's computer. Okay. I don't know what it is. All I've right. seen it on there. So basically Discord is like an app where all these people can kind of connect. You can kind of create like a Discord group of like, we're going to play Super Smash Brothers. So this high school has 105 kids high school kids in it and they're just so passionate about it they have a president they have this whole thing and they can't get approved by their school district because esports isn't classified as a sport in order to open the ports and schools so they're basically doing this thing all underground like old school arcades like you know meetups like ping pong uh uh, what's the pinball 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 battles you know uh, so they're doing they're leading this whole thing but the cool thing is they actually um, are battling GCU on Sundays in League of Legends, and they have a varsity team that they've kind of created on their own. And this is a high school team that's all switches. So cool. And you know, we were we kind of laughed about the Super Smash Brothers being one of the games in our esports club, but then we saw GCU's, which is Grand Canyon University's gaming center, and yeah. they're huge. Like there's a college, like their game of choice is Super Smash Brothers. And it was just so cool. And the amount of money that's going into scholarships and yeah. teams and just the energy. I mean, it was just such an awesome day. And from that, 
you know, we had our target Stugo approved our target card to go get our Nintendo accounts yep. and uh, Rocket League, Super Smash, um, and some of those things. And so all these things are starting to roll in. So we did that right after the conference. And then I emailed Matt on yesterday because we came in. We tried to uh, fix the network and everything. And Matt, he's been amazing at the IT department. So cool. so cool that like our district's kind of leading the way in this esports arena. And they're working so hard for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, Matt, I can't get online. And he's like, oh, because you don't have the IP addresses hooked to those Ethernet ports. Who was here today? Matt was here today working all these things, getting all those switches all set up here. I hit a little road bump here, but I've been working on it after school, trying to get everything. But I'm like right there. So it's like, you know, we we go live on Wednesday. But my favorite part was when you were talking to high school students. They're like, oh, so you're kind of dreaming this up. And you're like, no, we're starting on Wednesday. We have two clubs. Well, one's on Wednesday, one's on Thursday. And their faces were just like, well, and I felt we both felt awful for them because they've been pioneering, 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 going before the board, collecting data, trying to explain why esports is a value and like what what that holds for them in the future. And, you know, and we haven't really had to do that. We kind of, you know, RT, RIT, because other people have paved the way for us, which we're very fortunate. Um, we're already able to now put devices in front of the kids, get started, actually start building that, you know, camaraderie and the and the team building and all that just really hit the ground running. And that feels really, really awesome because you know how hard it is for other places. The fact, like, how far ahead we are. So mm-hmm. shout out to uh, Sandra Day and Deer Valley yeah. for kind of pioneering for this, but also for our IT department because we're going switch base. We're not PC base, and they have been doing so much work and we've just been throwing things at them and every single time the next day they're out here they're trying to fix things they're doing everything in their power to make this possible but i think the coolest thing was you know we set these goals at the beginning of the year of like this is what we want to do as the year started it was like the augmented reality start an esports club and then probably like 40 people at this conference the other day on saturday and i'd say maybe 10 had already been created their esports club and we're doing this some people were there to learn so a majority have not even like figured out how to get the equipment how to get the pcs money yeah. for all this so it felt good for us and definitely for everything for our t department phil tell us what you were talking about with esports and uh your son and what he does so my son jason which you guys know he Love was on the, the trip last year mm-hmm. to astro camp shout out to astro camp um so he's a he's a bit of a gamer, right? So he he's into that game, plays Overwatch a lot. He plays a few other games. Huge but, in the college but ranks. Yeah. So uh, my wife actually found some research that there's a lot of scholarships out there for Tons. it. So so there's more options for a lot of people that might not know it that there there's college scholarship money not being used, right? That colleges are, you know are giving out or some of these big games uh, centers are actually donating money to the scholarship to bring up the next level. I mean, mm-hmm. you see it on YouTube, all the kids watch it. For some reason, we're watching our kids watch other people play video games. I, we had video games on now, ColecoVision and you know, <laughs> Atari, you know, you're talking back in the 70s and 80s. But but either way, you know, I, I would never have thought to watch somebody else play, yeah. right? But they actually watch, learn strategy, they yeah. learn who these people are. And then you, you look at these YouTube videos of these gaming people, and there's like these five guys who are on a team that are in this house that's like a quarter million dollars, and you're going, 
gaming paid for all this. So there's definitely something there. And I'm sure there's some scary pitfalls that could be there. But for the most part, are you kidding me? They're getting paid to play games. It's like it's no different from a from a football player right. or a baseball player right. or a soccer player. If you get paid to play a game and you know kids are passionate about that stuff. I mean, that's 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 heaven. That's that's what you'd always want for your people. And, and I'm kind of jealous of Ga- Jason's gaming center. So tell us a little about his uh, gaming oh, center. That I uh, don't know the name of it. Uh, my wife does the majority of the research there. So, but she found a really good console, uh, and then we did a lot of research online. And uh, the the screen, it, it you know kind of wraps around. It's it's curved, right? So it sits right on it. He's got a that the big keyboard that lights up, yeah. and he, we got a microphone much like these we have in front of us today. And you know he's got his headphones and headset, and he just gets in, gets on. To, that discord thing <laughs> loads up a game next thing you know he's getting in a match and you know i guess with that game you know you you kind of work up a rank and then you get to play a ranked match a competitive match and you know when he gets on it and they get into it more. so do you think he would he would jump in if there was a league at ridge oh yeah yeah i mean it, it would have to fit within the schedule because baseball yeah, yeah. kind of takes up a lot but absolutely i mean and I, I, the thing is, I don't have any gauge against other kids on how they do. I just see how he does. And then you look at his rank. He's like, hey, I made Champion League. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. He's like, so he goes through the ranks, and it's the one under the highest rank you can be in the game. Good and he's him. ranked that high. And I'm like, is that good? Is it? it yeah. I just don't know. I don't yeah. have anything to gauge it against. But he, he assures amazing. me it's actually a... Well, and, the, and the coolest thing you were talking about is, you know, he's like talking about these ranked games. He's like, look at this this YouTuber's live stream right now. I'm in there playing it, and you're like trying to wrap your mind around yeah. it. You're like, you're playing it right now, but he's also uh, live streaming this thing like as you're playing it. And the cool thing you talked about something your wife mentioned to you about Deer Valley doing something in the summer. Yeah, there's something in the summer, and I don't have all the information. But she told me about an esports thing that was going on in the summer, and you know, and she was saying, "Hey, that maybe it's something we should look into." I just haven't done the research or looked into it. I'm sure she has more than I have, but pretty cool. And that's you awesome. Know, it's so awesome that this is a parent in our future, district. Right? Yeah, it, really it, it totally is. It's not the negative stereotype of a kid sitting in a chair just playing video games all day. I mean, these are kids and all the his baseball teammates, both Kyle and Jay. So now you're talking all the levels of baseball. They, they when they're done playing baseball in their home, they're connected up on these games on Xbox or most of them do Xbox. Not all of them have the PC game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, and that's a cool thing too. They like cross platform, and that's something we learned this weekend yeah. about which games are like cross platform friendly there, and and streaming is such a big thing. And yeah. talking about all these people making money. Well, we love your passion about esports, <laughs> and but that's not the reason why we brought you on here. But you know, we, we have to do some research about that summer esports thing I just know, to learn sure. a little more about that. Yeah. And uh, that's truly amazing. But the real reason we have you here is to talk about Astro Camp. So at the end of the month. We are heading off to Astro Camp, which is such an amazing field trip, and we're going to get into that. But tell us a little about you, Phil. Tell us about you as a parent, oh, what you yes. do for work. You know, give so, us your give us um, your story. Oh, I'll try to sum this up, right? Because you know me, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole that I really don't need to go down. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm a program manager, um, but I'm also a data analyst for my company. Uh, so I, I have an engineering degree I got uh, years ago, 1991. I graduated. Um, so where I work now is, is we, I work for a, it's a Fortune 100 company, and I think we can just leave names out of it, but we're down in Mesa Gateway Airport. We're on the actual ramp, and uh, so as new programs get set up, I'm 
partially the help to get that program set up to market, you know, so working right. And then any kind of metrics we need for, you know, where we're uh, making money, losing money, mostly losing money, right? Identify those things using data and crunching net numbers and understanding uh, and, and pretty much just reporting out, right? So a lot of cross-functional team. And then I also uh, hold training classes to help people become, uh, help employees become managers, how managers become leaders, right? So just using uh, a lot of the Jack Wells techniques, you know, Jack Wells, most people don't know him anymore. It's funny when I say it to the high school kids, this Camp of Verde High School, they don't know who Jack Welsh is. And I'm just like, how do you not know this guy? He took GE from something so small into something so big, right? He, he laid that footprint using uh, techniques that are about, you know, positive energy, good times, and especially bad times, energizing your team, passion, right? Edge, making the tough calls, you know? So uh, getting all that uh, put together in a way that employees can take it, make themselves better, which in turn makes the company better. That's kind of along the lines of what I'm what How did they task you? Are there multiple people that have this training or no, they just realize you're good No, I mean, I, I've been working there for 20 years. Uh, I just kind of, I have a, I look for, this is so bad. I look for people's weaknesses that I work with, right? So I'm like, okay, you're weak in this thing. I got to get better at that. So I'll research it, figure it out and find out how to do it better than you do it. Take your job, yeah. right? And then say, hey, okay, let's reposition him <laughs> somewhere else because I can do this in a better way and get smarter, right? It's about working smarter, not harder. Uh, but over the years, I've done a lot of, uh, I had, the owner of our company invested in me to you know go to New York to meet with Jack Wells, Calvin wow. Klein. Um, there's a few other... Business name people. dropping, name yeah, dropping. Right? I know, right? I'm, I'm special. Yeah. No, so but but we got to meet uh, a few, you know, like the CEOs of uh, Hewlett Packard, you know, wow. IBM, so some big name people, and to see what did they do, how did they do mm -hmm. this, what, how did they get better, what techniques, and then then I read. I I I'm a I'm a nut for for information. So it dates back. This why I went into engineering when I was a kid. I'm going to date myself. I had Encyclopedia Britannica. That was that was my thing. And whenever I, I always wanted to know, my grandmother got it for me because I was always asking questions. I always wanted to know what, why, why that's why is that like that? And and you know, so then I I started you know reading books about you know some of the, the you know what I call the founding fathers of physics, right? So Sir Isaac Newton, right? What did it, how did he come up? What was his life like? You know, and and you'd find all this in those Encyclopedia Britannicas, which then parlayed into books and so I got into some Stephen King stuff but mostly I'm all about informational books how do I keep a, you know learning more and more stuff because it goes back to uh, I remember on TV and back in the East Coast the PBS station would always have a, a quote knowledge is power right and I always wanted to be more powerful so how do I gain knowledge right and then and then I always that kind of parlayed into I was always wanted to be science-based and I got into engineering because I love to take things apart, fix them. And then I just, I just still do it. I, I mean, I, like I was telling you before, I follow Neil deGrasse Tyson. I follow Lawrence Krauss, who's head of the origins project here at ASU, you know, uh, just Richard Dawkins, you know, Richard Feynman, who's passed away, but just his teachings of quantum physics are incredible. And, and just understanding, cause there's no way you can understand the math behind quantum physics, but the understanding of it is just amazing. And it's so neat when you hear uh, other educators, right? Talk about it. So, uh, Carl Sagan. Oh my gosh, I could go on with crazy names. I don't, I don't want to do that. So we love it. No, we love your passion. It. 
when we got back from Astro Camp, I was like, I was like, man, I just like, I just loved being with Phil. Like, no, <clears throat> anytime I got stressed, I was like, I was like, he had a smile on his face, and I knew everything was gonna be okay. Yeah. And you know, he was just, you know, everything he did with the kids and the adults, like, just was so upbeat and positive. And then you found out, someone was like, yeah, he he does like motivational speaking as part of his job, and. <clears throat> We were like, yeah, we were like, we were so with him for like sense. three days, and like, we, we never even asked him like, what he did for work, yeah. you know. And, uh, and the cool thing is, like, Katie's in fourth grade, um, Jason's a freshman, and then Kyle's, Kyle's a, a junior, junior. Uh, at Ridge. So all, all three have they? How long were the boys at SV four? Did they go? They K-8? were here. Yeah, they were here from K to eight, all the way through. Wow. Wow. So my sister in law was actually here. She's, uh, I think, twenty eight. She actually uh, started the first year. Oh, this crazy. opened she was in first grade oh wow the first year it opened and we haven't stopped going to the school with somebody in the family since it because we've always lived in there yeah huh. now is katie gonna be the last yeah she'll she'll be the last she's got a couple years she's right but she's grade. gonna you know, get she's in class by eighth grade and she's gonna have straight a's and we're going back to Asher camp. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, that's, that's why right. we have you that's on exactly here right now and the thing that you know me and you there's so much like to talk where do we even start with this where do you want to start um, okay, so when we talked about Astro Camp and you signed on to be a chaperone, what were your thoughts? Like, what did you already know about camp or anything? And so like- I didn't know anything, but what I did is I Googled it, right? The first thing I did is went and researched it. Knowledge. Looked at it. Every, he wants more every knowledge. Every picture, I read every, you know, all the, I went to Google reviews. I wanted to read what other people, and nothing but positive, right? So I didn't know what I was getting into, but I remember meeting in your classroom in there. It was after practice over here and, yep. and you know, seeing the list and I'm reading and I'm like, wow, there's a lot, there's a lot of information, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I hope I have everything, you know, like all the different things we got to get. It's a checkoff list and me with my Those packets brain, went home today. Right? Yes, they did. I, I think about all the different things I got to have and make sure it's right, you know. Uh, so, and I didn't want to mess anything up. And at the same time, I'm looking at my group and I'm like, Jay, you know this kid? Do you know, yeah. you know, and, and I, he knew most of them, but, um, it, I, I just didn't know what to expect, but I, I guess I kept an open mind enough to say, okay, well I'm going. So I know my kid's going to be okay, which is my first priority. But there was a lot of parents that they were adding a lot of asking a lot of questions and it's terrifying at first well sure because you don't know it's an overnight stay and you start thinking we're okay now you got these adults going with these kids into a what what's the sleeping situation is it a tent popped up on the top of a mountain <laughs> in, in cold weather because it's kind of chilly up top of yeah. the Santa Ana mountains so um it, i i kind of just kept an open mind to it and i was just like hey i mean 5 15 in the morning we're meeting out the side of the school and i'm like i got my bag with a duct tape with my name my kids good we're good right i saw you guys your smiles i'm like okay everything's gonna be fine right so yeah. so you know all that it's like a lot to process right it you know? is but you know and the thing is is what you said there were a lot, a lot of parents asking questions but it was the first year an eighth grade group had like they haven't gone on a a, an overnight before right this next year's group will be the first group of eighth graders that have done with fifth grade an overnight trip so it is a huge leap of faith for parents to say like yes take my child on this trip right and uh they'll have no technology and um and i don't know a ton about it and you're crossing a state line right so all of that it was like the amount of trust that parents put into all of us Mm -hmm. um but you see once you get up to camp 
the amount of like counselor presence and and how much they put into every part of the program like it, it's utterly amazing at how well thought out that whole Asher Camp weekend was. I mean, you had your itinerary and they stuck to it yeah. and it was never in jeopardy. So you knew what was going on. Now, I actually think the no technology was one of the best things for the kids I'm glad you said because it, yeah. they weren't able to, to communicate from two feet in front of each other <laughs> texting, right? They had to actually talk. They had to read each other's faces for verbal cues. They, there was so much critical thinking that went on that weekend and it never stopped. I mean, from the time they got on the bus, kids got decks of cards, dice they they had to figure out how to live without the technology which i think is genius because when you're up there and you're going through everything with that camp it's it's so well thought out Mm -hmm. and it's so centered around around learning and and uh basically being safe water oh my god everybody you it was never not a thought to have your water bottle. Yeah. You didn't leave anywhere without your water bottle. And they make sure everyone got their water bottles, right? Yeah. So they Hydration. took care of you. Yeah. The food, oh my gosh, the food was, it was like, you'd think, okay, I'm at a camp. How good can this food be? And we were all sitting there like, are you kidding me? Am I eating this right now? I'm, I got this I got this lobster fish dinner thing going on. Okay, that on. was not for the kids, guys. That was not for the kids. That no, was just, the, it was, it was just amazing. And, but even they, the they got, they got the it was, was so amazing. good. And yeah. it was so well placed planned out the way the way you had to line up right and the the kids that were in best uh best behavior were the ones who got to go in first but at the same time you know we had what three four groups right there was always a group assigned to go in early get the chair set out get the table set and they were the first one that got in line right so then at the end you know everyone to get within five minutes they go from you know being a table you know talking and, and everyone smiles the whole weekend so that whole place was cleaned. It was broomed. Every chair was stacked. Everything was put away perfectly because they knew what to expect. It was laid out. Again, mm-hmm. these are astrophysicists and engineers who put this program together. And and the counselors are so attentive to the, to the students mm-hmm. because they're not doing this because it's a job. They're doing it because they want to educate. They, they, they love seeing the passion of these kids. And again, their their kids, their minds are just open to it. They they want to learn. So there's, you know, everything was a game. I mean, from the from the way they learned how to like our group, we they broke out into that that area that was uh, like a grassy area where we played frisbee that yeah. one time, right? In the beginning, and our counselor guy, and I don't remember his name. We're gonna call him Jimmy. So Jimmy puts See, us so. together, right? Na- and names aren't Phil Strong right? suit. I know, right? So and he gets it, he has everyone uh, in a circle, and he says, "Okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my name. I'm gonna tell you my favorite food and my favorite color, and then I'm gonna give this to somebody, and then you have to say your name and, and, and go around till it's all done, right? So he does this, you know. He says, "Okay, now." I'm gonna do this again, but now you have to tell me the person you gave it to, you have to give it to the same one, but you have to say their name, their favorite color, and their favorite food, right? So that so it takes a couple rounds to get this done, right? And so finally they get it all good and the kids are happy, right? He goes, okay, I need you to do this in under 30 seconds. And the kids are like, what? So, so they figured out how to do it under 30 seconds and they finally got like a second try. And he says, okay, I'm not saying you have to stand exactly where you're at, but you got to get it done in under 20 seconds. So now the kids are starting to think, and it's a challenge, right? They got the 30, they're building on a success. So I'm going in, they're going to, and, and me and the, the counselor lady who is, I, I don't know her name, <laughs> right? So, and we're sitting back like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then they get, they figure out, they move closer in, they're doing shorter tosses, they're getting everyone's name down. He says, great, 
I need it in under 10 seconds. And so they have to, they figure, okay, wait a minute. If we all stand real tight and then we just hand it. And then they got in line where there's like, they're like, like this, like, I, I, that's bad visual. <laughs> so, so picture two lines next to each other of points, right? And they were just going zigzag, zigzag, right across, handing it through. And they got it done in like seven seconds. That is insane. So, yeah. So, and then you go from that. So they're, they're already pumped up because we had fun at McDonald's watching that kid drink. <laughs> Nate. 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 What's up? Parfait. Parfait. Six Parfait of them. Nate. Yeah. Oh my God. And he didn't puke. Yeah. Kudos to him. Yeah. I was so, worried. I was worried. Oh, I think we all were. So then you go right from that, and then and we hadn't even been to the to our sleeping quarters yet, right? They had collected all our yeah. stuff, but they go right to that uh, that building where they built the rockets, right? So the two liter bottles, and they're building rockets, and then that's where we met. That's where I Z. met Z, yeah. right? And then so we're just they, he's got rockets going up on there. They're explaining to all the students what they get to do, and they get a lump of clay, and you got to stick it on the end for aerodynamics. They explain what they do. They give you the the templates if you want three fins. That's 120 degrees. If you want four fins, it's 90 degrees. And, and so everyone built their own thing. And that was for the next day. So the kids are just constantly stimulated to think, you know, like this is something cool. That's, and they're just the smiles. I mean, there, there's not one kid the whole weekend who was like, man, I want to go home. No. It just never happened. No. In fact, it was like, it was trying to hold them back, yeah. you know? So, yeah. uh, and then the cool thing too is like you know you're much like us like you just want to surround yourself with smart people like you yeah. learn so much and like that's why we love the people that we hang out with because we get so much from them but these counselors like me and you were talking before we started recording of like how smart these kids are i mean they're from the top colleges they're majoring in like you know the craziest majors when we were sitting uh, the first year i went with legend springs I was sitting there and I was like scratching my head. I was like, what are they doing here? I was like, I, I just do not understand it there. I'm like, and I'm telling the kids in my group, I'm like, do you understand like, you know, what this degree means and how hard it is and how rare this is. And, uh, talk a little bit about like, you know, what these counselors meant to the kids. Oh, it, it was just, so they connected really well with the kids, which really was right. really cool to see. Cause they wanted every, you know, question they ask me, ask me a question. I mean, our guy had, he, so our counselor, again, I guess I'm calling him Jimmy. Uh, so Jimmy had us meet at this dish, right? It was a satellite <laughs> I dish, remember, right? I don't yeah. even remember. Yeah. So it was, it was in that parking lot where they had the basketball hoop where the kids would play on some downtime. Yeah. And they had the satellite dishes yeah, way across, cool. right? And you can like whisper into one and you can hear it all the way on the other side. So we're meeting there and he says, you know, hey, this is where we're going to meet for the start. Because, you know, from the barracks to that or from lunch to that, you know, that's where we meet, hook up with the counselor. And he says, and he's all excited. And he's like, you can ask me anything you want about this, this, but you can't ask me about long division. And he looks me square in the eye like, I'm going, that was weird, dude. I, I don't want to talk about second grade math right now. Long division, I didn't know what it was, right? So that's future, what, what that turned out to be. Um, but either way, uh, so so all the kids got to know their counselor, Z and Jimmy, and then I think there was one other guy. Hobbs, we had Hobbs. Hobbs that's yeah. it, yeah. right? And and there was just there was always a smile which was the neatest thing because like they were happy for the next thing he goes guys and, and they would they would set it up like hey at one o'clock today we're going to be going into the gases and we're going to figure out and then you're going to do that thing where they were dropping the the water balloon trying to land it on mars and, and, and you know and and just so uh, very good connection with them. Because I remember we talked to the counselors like, you know, what, what is this? Where, where are you in your career that you're here on the top of a mountain? And then that's where they explain, hey, you know, we're they, they graduated. They're going to go for their PhDs in like astrophysics, uh, advanced physics, quantum physics, engineering, mechanical engineering. And you're just, you're at all with the, the brain power, right? I'm just like, I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm just surrounded by brain power. 
It um, was amazing. Those people. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. and you know what was so cool is like, so sometimes when you have uber, uber bright people, they don't know how to connect with, with others, right? But this is like the perfect mix because they're so good with the kids. They're so good with the adults. They're good at what they're doing and they can they rope kids in and they make it so fun and, and it's amazing to me and like those counselors you know i don't know if you remember but because of george's birthday you know how we did the special thing they spent their lunch with us that wasn't even their time and they came in and spent that time and they were so emotional when we left like they were so connected so they're they're investing and it's their job but then you know they're willing to like make those real connections which was such a special experience for all of us you know so something I noticed with them, I, they must have a screening process. They have to have a screening process with the, with these counselors. Because I agree everything you said. So the way that these counselors to to your, to kind of show your point, when we did that night walk where you're going to go see the stars. Now you're on the top of a mountain. There's no light pollution, right? And we go out there, and there's a time frame when you're uh, looking at stars in the sky. I, something I like to do at home with my telescope. And right? I didn't realize that until we were on that night walk. And I was like, I didn't realize you were so into this. And you, you were just like, you were losing your mind on everything, like every conversation. And, and like, you would think like someone that loves it so much would like lead the conversation, but it was like the kids, you know, oh my God. go on, go on with what you're going to so, say. So we're, so, so Rob and I are walking down with the groups, right? And, and, Jimmy was the guy who's leading it, you know, and we're going out there and everyone's kind of looking up and you can kind of only see the outside through the lights of the stars. But because it's no light pollution, it's enough that you can see where you're going. So he's like, hey, kids, uh, what does a pirate look like? You know, and you're like, I'm like, where's this guy going with this? Right. So he's like, you know, people, oh, they got the hook on the arm, one leg and one kid says patch on the eye. And then he goes, yes, the patch on the eye. Do you know why he's got a patch on the eye? And then I don't even know where he's going with this. So, uh, so some kids are like, well, they got in a fight and you know, they're just, and he goes, no, the reason why is because when you're over the seas down on the bottom of the hull, if the sunlight is so bright, they put a patch on their eye to cover it. So when you went down into the hull where it's dark, they would move the patch over and they'd open their eye and it'd already be adjusted to the light. Oh my God. And I that's what I said. I'm like, oh, I'm going to Google that. I'm yeah. going to research that. And I did, by the way. So it turns out that way back when, before electricity, they didn't want to bring fire down in the hull. So I think it was the bosun is the one who would, he knew he had to go down in the hull. They would put a patch over his eye. So when he went down there, whatever light from the hatch came down, he would open his other eye. It's His iris is open enough that he allows the light in. He can now see. Mind blown. And I'm like, yeah, right? I'm like, how would you know? But these guys know this, right? So all the kids are just like, he got them all in, That's right? So and cool. one thing I noticed, because the end of that walk, we got into this conversation. And the conversation, it's all the kids, right? And and we're just sitting, I'm in awe. And I'm like, hey, Jeff, see that? That's Pleiades. Check this. And I'm like pointing things <laughs> out to him. Like, check this out. And he's got this green laser pointer, and it's powerful. And he's pointing out to these things, and he's pointing out to the kids, right? He hits Sirius, which is the brightest star in the sky, you know? And, and he's talking about it. It's 8.6 light years away, and it's the brightest thing we see, and next to, like, planets and whatnot. So, and then the kids are talking, and then somebody asked about a black hole. Right. So he's doing his best and he's not an astronomer. He's not an astrophysicist, but he's been doing this for so long with his kids that he has the information. So he's talking to him. And then like one kid asks a question and then the kid in the back's like, oh, I didn't hear the question. Can you repeat it? And I'm like, 
I'm looking at like this is awesome engagement from the from the other kids. So it was like this this group of kids that were just so interested in in hearing what each other had to say. And then one kid, and you only get this from a kid who hasn't been like you know stifled by you know rules and stuff. He goes, or it was a girl actually. Yeah. She goes, yeah. uh, "What's a white hole?" And you're going. Um, I'm just like, oh, now my mind's blown, right? So I'm like, how are you going to answer this? And he did a really good job about, well, there is no white hole, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means that we haven't found something that we would call a white hole. And so it was just, I guess the point is the conversation was so engaging that even after we got up into the satellite area or the telescope, the telescope area, he pulled our group into like this, I don't know what some shed that had a power like this movie playing, you know, with that he plays like, oh, you guys got to see this, and it was some like latest and greatest thing that from the Hubble telescope that he was showing us. Wow! And, and, and that's what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. The only reason why he showed us this was because of the, the engaging conversation that was happening. So I mean, they're just super attentive, but at the same time, the kids are just so into this. This hey, we're here to learn. It's this is we're having fun learning. Yeah. That they it just it just snowballs. And then it's me and you were like cool. so like revved up just from the conversation. And then when I saw you, we were the last group that came back. I think we we're like a half an hour, oh, like, yeah. you know, past our time. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't even know what happened. I was like, I couldn't even explain it to you. I was trying to tell you. I'm like, and then this happened, and this happened, and just learned about the time for your eyes to adjust. And the kids just like love that and. Just the conversations of like, you know, their teachings from going to see our birdie and Mr. Foote's passion for science. Totally, yeah. It was just so awesome. And me and Phil were just like, you know, that night we're like, I can't wrap my you, mind around like what just happened. It, it, it was so surreal just watching the, the, the kids just, again, it, I can't say enough about the engagement of not just the kids, but these counselors to connect. Yeah. They just, they just get it. And they, and they do it in such a way that it like they, they they get you in, and I'm, even us. I'm sitting there like you know, like a kid in a candy store with my head back, going, "Tell me more, please tell me more," because I just want to learn more. It was it was just, and then the telescopes. I mean, my gosh. Well, it's so funny because like as we're about to, you know, kind of we're getting closer. He was just saying today, like I'm really starting to get excited. My back's hurting, but I am I am excited. I just would like to heal up. So I can't tell what's the best part of this program because definitely the learning is. It's off the it's, charts. It's off the charts, right? And so you think, like, for your kid, yes, I want this learning. But then the camaraderie and the 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 interpersonal skills that they develop, because they talk to kids that they don't always talk to. They have to talk in a way they don't typically talk to. With the face to face and the dorm life and all of that part of it is something that they. I mean, I don't even know. There's very few opportunities that they get like that then coupled with you have all the team building so then you have to learn how to interact and work as a team in all of these different ways so it's got all of this and so to say like this is what's the amazing thing about AstroCamp you can't just pick one but when we did all of our exit surveys almost every single kid said their favorite parts were the dorms the cafeteria and um, and the bus ride and that really shows how much kids just want to connect and be able to do that. And today, when I passed out the packets, um, one of the couple of the girls were like, "I just read this. I don't know how she missed it, but she's like, are you serious with the no cell phones?' I'm like, "Where have you been?" But uh, dead serious. Like I'm dead serious about the cell phone thing. And she's like, "We just wouldn't survive." And I said, "I totally, unless I had seen it with my own eyes." But I mean, you guys saw it. But like, what was the vibe when we were coming back? Like, what did we keep hearing? 
I was just like such a connected group. And like even see when they come back as freshmen on campus, they're like, oh, Astro Camp was like the best trip ever. And what me and you were talking about, like, and it's not even like the structure. The structure is so great. And, you know, the counselors and the level of safety. I'm um, talking about like uh, there was like a little birthday party around here where they have like teens hooking kids in zip line. And, and I'm like, I'm like pulling the plug on my daughter. I'm like, you're not doing that just because I've seen like what they go through, the level of checks like at Astro Camp. And that zip line is probably the oh, most beautiful zip line yes. you'll ever go on. Extremely safe, too. I mean, the way they went over, this is how you're going to load it. Okay, nope, stop. You, you, you're redoing it, right? Yeah. I mean, they made sure everyone was perfectly checked. And then they had two people checked, yes. right? So it wasn't one person. Somebody else had to check. So you had, you had the two arms up. You got to get by off yeah. two different. For every for single everything. thing that we did yeah. like that. Extremely yeah. safe. And so, yeah, so, I mean, the structure, but I just, I, you know, kids, they come together and, like, you know, just having those opportunities. And something Mrs. Badger said was about when David came back and, you know, he was less inclined to spend all of his, like, free time on his PlayStation. He's like, you know, I, I can do other things. And, you know, it's just so cool to kind of hear those stories from parents of what their kids experience. And, you know, the three of us are lucky enough that uh, we, we get to go and see the, what the yeah. kids do and just their reaction actions and and their conversations like as us like we're not leading the conversations like we're not you know you might go on a field trip and you might get a guy that's a little born so like as a chaperone like you're trying to pepper the kids and but they're just all in yeah that's the thing across the board and, and there's no downtime no there's none <laughs> so and when we were back into the 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 dorms right so and it's a dorms it's a yeah. it's a barracks with dorms right so the, you know the rooms are set and everyone in there and everyone gets their stuff there's a, there's a big bathroom right the bathroom had four stalls it had three showers and the sinks and the urinals and stuff and what was super cool was after a whole day of all this critical thinking the boys got in there and they got together and came up with a system Okay, so you this room's allowed to shower between this, this, and this. If anyone needs to go to the bathroom, you got to be facing this way, to, you know, to give them private. I mean, they literally mapped out, and and everyone bought into it, and everyone's like, "Wow, we can do this." You know what? You're right. That would make it better. I, I mean, it, it was it was mind blowing to watch them coordinate. I'm sitting back, going, "I just can't believe I'm I'm seeing this right now," because they all coordinated everything. They took each other's advice into you know like. It wasn't when somebody had an idea, he wasn't shot down. It was, well, let's think about that. Let's talk about it. Cause they just did that three other times that day, you know? So they were in like this, this mode of cooperation. Like I said, the, the camaraderie, it's just, it's, it's really hard to explain unless you, unless you see it. But yeah, I, I didn't have to really do much of anything no. other than, Hey, you know, okay, make sure you have your, your jacket, you know, or, or you know, cause it's getting a little chilly at night and, and stuff. So no, yeah. it totally, it's, it's, and they're so exhausted at the end of the night. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. we're exhausted. I mean, like, that first night, me and you were, like, just so geeked up. And, you know, like, uh, and the second night, I just hit a wall. Like, Remember I was, like, the three of us? We, all, we, yeah, we all went into the cabin, and we were yeah. trying to uh, send put all of our stuff up, right? Facebook pics and all that stuff, and, and we're all trying to have a conversation. I don't even know how we, like, stayed vertical right and but we're just so but our minds oh there's so much and you want to like keep like that communication with the parents so you're trying to show the pictures and all that but i don't first of all it's so hard to do any justice to it and then yeah. second of all you're just so tired and it's not like we had kids that are like dying to stay up all night right like they're oh so no wiped they up. were wiped they were ready to go to sleep but the next morning when it's like, okay, it's time to get up. They're all ready to get up because they're, they're like, okay, it's up. Saturday morning. We get to go. We got more. Even Sunday morning because they're like, well, we still got this to do before we got to go. And 
they, they were, were so bummed. Do you know though? I loved when we got to McDonald's on our way back, yeah. um, and they stepped off the bus. This like kid after kid after kid was like. I want to go back. Like, I'm sad. I don't want to go back home. I want to go back to Astro Camp. And these are kids that, like, they just didn't typically all hang out. They didn't typically. And they, uh, some of them were pretty nervous about the trip or, like, what's this going to be like? And I had so many kids say, I thought this was going to be kind of lame, but my mom made me go. And then <laughs> they were like, awesome. it was the coolest thing ever. Um, but like, so for you, of all the things that you did, like what was the what was the thing that you liked the most? Which of the events that we did? Okay. So, oh God, that's tough. Because the the star walk and looking through the telescopes, to me, that hits a, that hits a side that I'm passionate about. So... Uh, I, I absolutely love that. The, that thing that where the whole team pulls you and it lifts you up backwards really high in the air and you have to pull that cord to let yourself free fall drop, free fall, free fall drop. That was super cool. Um, but I, I got to say the long division had the biggest effect on me. Me too. All right. Because because it was so I don't know how much we're going to give away for what long division is. And I don't want to, although that that was a profound experience um going through that and uh, again i know it's so hard because like for us part of it was the mystery of not knowing what it was and how that guy did that the ominous look to you yes. now this guy knew what to expect but the first time you did that uh so we're not going to give anything away about it but what how'd you feel doing that it was uh it, it was so great to kind of see you know like the whole weekend is like kids stepping out of their comfort zone oh, yeah. and like as chaperones like it's for us too and like that's a cool thing like if you chaperone this you're part of this whole trip like yes. the meals totally. like and just kind of seeing the kids like you know i was like oh, i cannot do this like the kids are doing it you know so you it's like you know stoked. i'm like oh rob's doing it i gotta do it <laughs> yes i'm going i'm in i'm in and it wasn't until i got out that i was like oh, oh my gosh but yeah so i mean it's like the whole weekend is just the conversations of the kids, you know, like without technology, without those things. And the meals are my favorite part because, like, we sit in the back and we just watch them all yeah. together. And they have such a system and they're responsible for cleaning up or setting up and, and you know, eating, like, you know, not just like overeating and not drinking like, you know, soda. It's all about they don't have soda there. Yeah, I was going to say, so there, it's all there, about, there yeah. is no, yeah. there's no, uh, I guess you say bad food. I mean, so the, the, maybe it's worth mentioning how accommodating they were. So oh gosh, there yeah. was a there was a student who had an allergy, and and so the mom brought special food, and the chef comes out and says, "Hey, no, let's. I got a big fridge over here. Let's store it in here. Just come back in whenever you need. We trust you. You're good. Just come in here." So she was able to to you know get the food that she needed for for the child whenever they wanted. It was just extremely accommodating. I remember going. What kitchen's gonna let you go in? Now, granted, it was it wasn't like you were going into where the food was being prepped, but they allowed you to go in, and yeah. everyone's so inviting, and and like you know, hey, can I get you anything? Is 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 it you know? Do you need more of this? It's just, and again, there's no bad food. There's no soda. There's juice. A lot of water. Lots of lot fruits. A lot of water. Lots of fruits. And and it's it's all you can eat with that stuff. Yeah. So. And and the cool thing is like you know it's it's just such a great experience for these kids and. And me and you are lucky because we get to go to it every year and we it. bring a great group. And last year, like the trip was just, you know, it was flawless. Everyone just had such a great time. And the chaperones, we all like gelled together. We had a blast with the kids. 
And, you know, you get to do this over and over and over, and you just want each trip to be better and better. And she's been telling the group, she's like, you got some big shoes to fill. Like, last year's group meant so much to those kids. But you had the the ultimate proud dad moment when Jason landed that rocket in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you you, you were geeking out on that. Well, yeah, because, one, so I won't give it away what he did to his rocket for the aerodynamics, but he he, Jason's my little engineer guy, and I think he's going to go down that path, to be honest. So, but he, he made it very aerodynamic and he he thought about the wings and how many he wanted he didn't want to overdo it so he thought about weight you know and yeah that thing went straight up and it just stuck right in the chicken wire that was right over the kids <laughs> yes. heads and it was yeah it was i was just i got on video i've seen the video that enough. Was so but yeah awesome. it was awesome so super proud absolutely no it was awesome i love that and just to be in the hall of fame was so cool and like I loved you just laying on the ground, taking pictures of everyone's oh, yeah. rockets, like getting that. And it was such a cool rocket launching station. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, I mean, like how they had that set up. the slow-mo and, videos yes. that we got on there. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That was so cool. And teaching Phil how to airdrop with the iPhones. He's like, I airdrop at work. He's like, I've never airdropped from an iPhone to iPhone. And, oh, yeah. I, you know. I loaded you up. That was good. awesome. Like, yeah. t- trust me, that's like for us to be able to show and the kids like we, you know, we were able to show a lot of pictures and parents and all that. And like it just helps because we got to see this firsthand. But people cannot have they really don't have any kind of full understanding of what we're really seeing. And pictures help tell, tell a bit of it. Right. And my favorite thing is, you know, we don't let them bring technology, obviously. But if they want to bring a camera and a handful yeah. of kids brought polaroids and yeah the digital cameras and they they got some great things like you know not the quality that you might see on an iphone but i remember that one thing in the gases that slow that i was like oh my goodness look at this burst picture you got with your camera and the kids aren't focused on selfies and you know photographing everything they're just immersed in it and they're living it and they're experiencing it and they're talking about it and they're pushing it further and like well last year's group i think the thing that just blew me away was their level of understanding and thinking and like what's next what are we gonna what would happen there and the counselors do such a great job of just eating that up and that's like why we got that extra time on that hike yeah Yeah. and it does and like and you know me and you were just you know we spent a lot of time together uh in that group and we were just every single time just blown away and we're like oh yeah my my head popped multiple times it it, it couldn't have popped anymore well and then like and then you don't know how the kids will you don't know how they're going to embrace different counselors, right? And Z ended up being like this god, right? Well, he was the highlight. The guy's in the LARPing, right? So the live action role playing. He shows up in a cape and a big wooden staff. That was like The kids lit up. They had so much fun. It was so much fun. Like they're just all in. And and that's what it is, is like Astro Camp is just such an experience. So much so that we had a student go there for summer camp. camp. That's a Um, commitment. It's a five hour drive one way. Five and a half hours. And truly so the coolest thing. So one thing you guys did really well was you kept the parents updated on that Remind app. I mean, my phone kept dinging every time <laughs> you guys had any downtime. You were you were down. You were so sending pictures. We're going here. We're doing this. So you communicated very well. So I, I'd imagine that the parents were kind of going on a journey along, right? Because they, they got to see so much. I mean, so everyone's 
because granted, you're up in a lot higher altitude, right? So the air's thinner. So walking up that hill isn't as easy, you know. Uh, I was but, a little breathy. Yeah, yeah. right. So, <laughs> but after everyone's gone to bed, right, and it's lights out and everyone's done, and you stay there and you make sure, and then you know, all the kids are sleeping, then you guys were going off into that other cabin then, because you needed to get the pictures downloaded. You need to get everything airdropped or not airdropped, but yeah, it was uploaded so, so the parents could see. And then that was the only place that had, had the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, but then it kept crashing. Yes, and so we'd put all of those up and then it would crash and we were like oh my gosh it was it was but it's so worth it because you know the parents are waiting sure they, they want to you know, hear how, how's little billy doing right, right. And, and it, he's doing great trust me let me yeah. tell you he's he's having a blast yeah. <laughs> they're all having a blast yeah they did and you know that's the other thing is you know even like limiting snacks like when we realized like okay they can't have their like there was nothing that when they got up there, they're like, this is ridiculous. There was no, no. like outrage moments. They loved every part of it, you know? Every and I, lo- part I love it. the early morning to breakfast. And I really hope we get the cabin or the dorms where we were last year. It was great because like it was a little like hike. Like we had our, our whole own area. Yeah. Um, the girls Top were upstairs. Yeah. The girls were upstairs. The gentlemen were downstairs. But the cool thing was just like that walk in the morning to breakfast. It was just like that cool crest. Loved it. And we'd see like that group of deers every morning. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, just, just being there, like, you know, just seeing the mountain behind the zip line and the deers kind of run. We were, we were going on the zip line, uh, our group. And then remember the deers just came yes. bombing down there. Oh, like, it's just like we were just walking back. Just yeah. walk around the, the, and you're just going, you're with nature. There's no question. You're with oh, nature. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. It really is so they, cool. They just do a real gut, good job of the way they carved it out of this area with the different buildings and and even when something went south something happened i don't remember it was near the end not a bad thing but they had a duck and jive right so they said okay here's what we're going to do because something else something yeah. else i don't remember what it was but he, they brought us into that gymnasium where which is one of their downtown places oh, the, yeah. they, uh, the lights the went the lights, turn on yeah because there was something with how they had timed the lights and so they had to totally alter that for us right and and they did it in a way that was fun with the rocks yeah. okay now you got to get down and you had these teams and the, the, the it was just it's like wow on the fly you're able to figure yeah. this out in a way that they were just like the kids didn't even realize it yeah they're like oh cool no lights okay now we got little lights but we can do this and this yeah. is fun and yeah so cool no it was awesome we were so thankful for you as a chaperone oh we loved gosh. your little video we got to tweet that out this week yes um, which video the, when remember we asked you to do like a, a little like a recap video yeah. oh my gosh just like your before you're going to baseball yeah like it was like your thoughts on Astor camp if you were going to share it to other people oh yeah you, I hope it. It. you, you okay. gave us like the best like remember. 60 seconds i remember as, uh, saying something but i don't remember what i said yeah you did really well so uh do let me say this now uh thank you guys for both of what you do because I've seen a lot of teachers, you know, even here or other schools do not go as far over and above as you guys do, because I don't think you're getting paid extra to do this stuff, right? You're doing this because you get to view those moments with those kids where their minds pop and they get excited. And then, I mean, I got to see it all weekend, those bursts of, oh my gosh, you get it, you know, moments. And and for you guys to do that for the kids, just thank you. I'm totally envious. I would love to have that opportunity to see that. You know, I see it in adults that, you know, if I'm showing them different ways to be, you know, good leaders, but the way that to see what they did over that weekend was just, oh my God, it was second to none. It was so, so But like how you said, you feel like you get so much out of those moments as a chaperone. Like for us, like it's such a gift to be able to see kids taken away from what they think they need, right? And their, their norm 
but you just are not going to get another environment because if you're going to go on a trip a lot of times you're going to go with a stack deck you're going to only go with people you know but being forced to go with a group that's a little bit of everything you know it's a little bit of everything you don't know everyone really well but when you leave you knew uh, you know everyone pretty darn well you know lots of friendships were made yeah that weekend. and that's just Clear such a day. like what a gift i mean it's kind of like old school summer camp of what you know kids used to have on a, a more regular basis but that's yeah. not super that's like the best the analogy right there we talk about like how little that, that downtime was but like how much fun they all had like playing ultimate frisbee like how oh many kids gosh, were like so, so many kids are like i've never thrown a we frisbee we still have our frisbee yeah, we the still glow have it. It. the glow the glow yeah. funny he's like you gotta buy a frisbee i'm like it's so overpriced and then i saw you guys i was like i need a frisbee i need a frisbee the we had so much fun yeah. playing frisbee out there oh, yeah. totally. and then are the um the hacky sack you know and the frogs like, oh, the hacky sack so i mean gosh. like that was like so fun and then our our group picture yeah. i mean the whole the whole thing was uh it, it, it was just an amazing group and you know, and the thing why we push it, like uh, Nicole de Vargas, we wouldn't have this opportunity from Legend Springs. Totally. She invited me and like, you know, it's tough to get the spot in Nashua camp. And she's like, I want you to come experience it uh, mm-hmm. for your kids. And so you can walk down a spot and we were going to try to team up with her because she was having a struggle, like filling up two buses and. You know, it fell through, and it fell through for a reason because we were able to take more kids, and now we have our spot locked in. And we do this because we love to see the, the give those kids those opportunities, and like just that that night walk. Like oh I'll I'll never forget that night walk, and just how much me and you took away from it, but like how much that counselor like gave to the kids, how much he took away. I mean it, and um, we came, me and Phil came back. We're like. You just don't even know what happened in our group. Yeah, it was just. It, it was I know. Awesome. It was almost as if you had been taken by a UFO. It was like that kind of. Like, <laughs> it was that kind of an excitement level. Like you guys won't believe what well, just happened. Yeah. Well, we get back to the barracks and we have to download, right? Yeah. It's like you can't not repeat yeah. what just happened. It was. But you can't it was, explain it. You know. It's yeah. Like you it's can't, hard. Yeah. It's but, weird. But they're just the just the the way that even the kids they didn't want to go back. They wanted it to keep going. It's like yeah. it's like eleven o'clock at night. Well, I don't think it was that late, but probably like. Like nine o'clock but know? it was later than it was supposed to because oh, yeah. it just kept going but you know that's the thing like for us to be able to do this for eighth grade students their last year at sv like think about what a cool thing for for jason to be able to end his years here on such a high you know and like to be able to do that for these kids is just such a cool opportunity for us um because it's like they take it with them you yeah. know, they're going to take that with them. And like one of the girls that came to visit her, uh, no, it was her mom. And she said, I know Astro Camp is coming up. Uh, she accidentally um, messed up her sweatshirt. And her first thing was, can you ask Mr. Lane and Mrs. Schofield if they can buy me a new one when they go? So it was like just that, like that connection. Like they want that stuff, yeah. you know? Did you buy a sweatshirt? I did not. You did not? Like, uh, I, I, was I don't tr- normally I was wear trying... sweatshirts, though, so, but yeah. I, I he didn't. tried the, to not. The, the, the kids, the I know. I was like, I was like, just get the t-shirt. I was like, we're not going to spend it. And then, like, in the other day, was, when it was raining at our conference, I was like, I should have worn my Astro Camp sweatshirt. Like, yeah, it's, I was it's, freezing it's in like that conference. It's like the perfect sweatshirt, man. I love that thing. No, it truly is. Yeah. Uh, Phil, we are so thankful for oh your passion, gosh. for your energy, for your amazing kids that you keep sending to the school. 
uh, we have to do another podcast with Phil. Oh I feel gosh. like uh, I, I feel like it's like our, our cowbell. We got to give the people what they want. Uh, people don't even know what you <laughs> hold within because I will say this is the most tame I've seen you, and you shared a lot of enthusiasm. So people don't really know what's what's happening. But uh, yeah, I yeah, totally don't get agree. me talking science. Dude, I'll go no, nuts. that's awesome. Well, I mean, science, motivational speakers, yeah. what you can do in life, like you, baseball. Like you have so many things that are uh, you're you're a jack of many trades there. Oh, I don't know. I think you guys are putting me a little better than I am. I just knowledge is power. That's knowledge right. Is knowledge power. is power. <laughs> PBS, you know, it's like, uh, man, who, who do these kids even know what PBS is? What it stands for? I, I always remember what it stood for because it always say it across the screen. Public, Public broadcast and system. Mm-hmm. All right, Phil, we are, we do need to sit down and do this again. But thank you for so much for yes, sharing really. some knowledge. Anytime. We wanted to have a student on here as well, but we're like, we're like, there's just gonna be no time to have a student talk with Phil on here. And <laughs> this is the ultimate Astro Camp uh, podcast. And now, if you had a podcast, oh, tell us, tell us some of the podcasts that you subscribe to. You mentioned oh a little gosh. earlier. So, uh, so one of my favorite one is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson Star Talk. So he does a, a weekly one, and he always gets good people on there. Uh, Science versus. So that's another good one where they just cover various topics. You know, the coronavirus. So it goes into deep uh sleep and it, it just goes into everything around science um bill nye the science guy i'm a big fan so he's got a podcast called science rules you know and then there's a few other ones so uh, uh making sense with sam harris he's a, a neuroscientist uh but he he's got just a real abstract way of thinking about stuff like that um Anytime, uh, so I, I, anytime Lawrence Krauss jumps on a podcast, so I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. He gets a lot of, uh, a lot of good podcasts going. So I subscribe to Joe Rogan. He's, he's a tough one to keep up with me. He, he puts out content, but I'll tell you what, if you, if you get Neil deGrasse Tyson on there, forget it. Uh, and Graham Hancock, I don't know if you know who he is. He's, he's an amazing scientist. We're going to, cause we're going to look up all of these. Oh, Graham Hancock is, he doesn't have his own, but just, just, I'll just, watch him on youtube he does lectures his latest big lecture was uh in august of last year and he he will blow your mind with um civilization prior to the younger dryas which is twelve thousand eight hundred years ago and i totally and, knew that yeah <laughs> it, but but you know he's so he's a he's he's it's kind of like uh so september 11th why did part of that happen right because mm-hmm. we had a cia and fbi police that they weren't communicating so graham hancock has done the same thing with uh geologists and 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 different uh, archaeologists, and he's taken all these different pieces of information, and he ties it together, and he gets them talking. And when he does that, he paints a picture of things that have happened, like, on the planet that are will literally blow your mind. It's all mainstream, latest scientific knowledge of how of how our planets evolved, how civilizations evolved, maps going back. And I, I don't know how far you want me to go down this rabbit hole. Oh my gosh, but. I just got done reading his book, The Fingerprints of the Gods, and it's a he put it out in '95. But it's all again, it's all on YouTube. You can just you can just listen to it. So if I'm doing data analysts at work, I'll just put up the audio book and I'll just listen to it. And then I, then I'll just put up his lectures. And you know, I was telling him before, uh, MIT Massachusetts Institute of Technology, they do a, a thing called uh, uh, it's MIT Open Sourceware, which they actually put cameras in their lecture halls and they allow you to sit in the lecture hall oh, as wow. the professor is giving a lecture on whatever subject you want they got like over a hundred of them so you can go hey i want to learn about you know about photons light photons right so so that's one i I liked so so you can watch it and you're learning the same thing these mit students are learning wow but you're not going to get credited or anything so (laughs) but either way so podcasts i try to keep up 
but it's tough. That's amazing. Well, man, my mind is blown Sorry. as we as we end every podcast. We always say, if you can be anything, be kind, people, and keep changing the world like our main man, Phil. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Every Tuesday, the latest episode of The Nailed It Wall will be downloaded right to your phone. Now, if you loved hearing the passion of Phil, mixing up people's names, and talking about his favorite podcasts, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane the STEM Guy. And me at a positive proton. Any social media to plug, Phil? Oh, I don't subscribe to any social media. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You can check him out via email.